Welcome to the LA Realtor Podcast. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And we're getting to know the industry one conversation at a time. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> um, I come into the studio today and I see yeah. that we have new lighting which I'm very yes. excited about because usually, not that anyone can see us, but usually um, we have overhead lighting, which the makes lighting us look very drab. It's purely for us sad. to look at ourselves <laughs> yeah. and say, hey, don't I look great well, this and, morning? And our guest. We want True. them to think we look nice. And Do you know where I got that light? I'm going to guess Amazon because that's where I buy everything. That's a pretty good guess. I stole it from my daughter who got a podcasting kit about two years ago and wow. never used it. And Any so, of the kit or just the light? I just stole the light. Stole <laughs> Has she the used light. the rest of the kit? Ish. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun hobby to start. Yeah. She's not doing it, but sure, it would be. Yeah. So speaking of lighting, not that we're talking about lighting, but um, <laughs> our guest today, I'm very excited to introduce is Jonathan Perisperkowski. I've known him for many, many, many years in the industry. He is the founder and CEO of Visual Open House. He's an amazing photographer. And he still finds time to come out and uh, socialize and network with all of us in the real estate industry, which I very much appreciate. So uh, he can tell us a thing or two about lighting, I'm pretty sure as well. So Jonathan, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you, guys. I'm super excited to be here with you. It's amazing. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, yeah, super happy to share everything that's going on in the industry uh, from my point of view for what I do. Uh, So yes, super, super excited. Well, without further ado, let's um, let's get into are, some Are we really starting questions. with lighting, or let's start let's start with what? some some other stuff? No, we don't have to talk about lighting. Oh, okay, you were, just, you, were ki- uh, you were kidding. Well, we he can tell us how important lighting is. <laughs> if you have a question about lighting, I'll be more than happy to answer. Let's for sure. start with what's going on in the real estate industry, as far as you can tell, based on how busy you are and how how many requests you're getting for photography. What's changed? Because in the last six months, obviously. The industry's gone through some for sure yeah so it's been it's been busy lately for me uh definitely it's been one of the busiest january uh ever had actually in my career I've been doing this for uh 10 years now i've seen you know the ups and downs i actually wasn't here uh so let me explain a little bit about my background yeah. uh i've been a photographer for 15 years in, in total i had a video and photography company but primarily for corporate back in Venezuela. I'm originally from Venezuela. And then I moved uh, to the U.S. 10 years ago and started the company uh, here, but then I switched to real estate. So I started to do real estate photography and videos and video tours uh, 10 years ago. So I pretty much got in, into the business when everything was starting to coming back up from the 2008 depression kind of thing. So I actually wasn't able to leave that industry back in the day. So I, I'm not really sure how it was like being in, a, in an environment where buyers are, uh, or the market is actually on the buyer side. I am, so it, it's very interesting for me to see how the industry right now is switching a little bit. So that's, and that's exactly what I've been saying. So again, for me, it's like, oh, wow, this is exactly what, what people were talking about before what happened in 2008. Of course, I, I believe that it's, it's not going to be like that because the stories that I hear from us were like terrible stories. Uh, we're not nearby that situation. But definitely the way I see it as a photographer is that the market is um, more into the, uh, the buyer side. So the one thing is that the, we still have no inventory enough. So And also sellers are reluctant to 
accept the situations. They don't. They say, hey, you know what? I won't sell my house for less than X price. So it is a very weird situation because it's still not like we're in, in a buyer's market yet because we have no inventories. Sellers, they simply don't want to sell their house for less than they want. Right. And uh, it, we're in this kind of weird situation. And in my particular case, I've been shooting a lot of uh, rentals lately. And especially because like these properties that they are like over $3 million, they say, okay, I want my $3 million in, in my property. But if I can sell it for that price, I'm going to mm-hmm. rent it out. So I've been uh, shooting a lot of rentals, high-end rentals lately. And uh, I think that's the reason, you know, they they simply don't want to sell their house for less than the price that they already had set in their minds. So, yes. And also, it's very interesting that I've been shooting a lot of now for, on, on the sales side for actual listings, high-end properties. And, and I believe it's because these properties that they are like over three, four million dollars, they the interest rates probably won't affect that much this property so it's it's i mean if you're selling a property with four million there's there's a good chance that a big chunk of those four million dollars is going to be cash Mm -hmm. you know that's a big possibility so it really won't affect that however you know if you have a now actually on on a higher end for instance i I just shot a big a 12 million dollar property in beverly hills that's like what started to talk like a big leaks 10 million when you have that kind of property, so we're t- talking to the uh, realtor, it's like, well, most of my clients or potential buyers that are going to buy this, this this property, they have the money in the stock market or in cryptocurrency or whatever. So, and the, as we know, the stock market is down as well. So that's another situation. They probably won't be buying the house right now. It's going to be hard to sell because they have the money, their money stock. So it's like, why I'm going to just pull out the money at a loss to buy a property over $10 million. You know, so it really doesn't make sense. So that's the situation seen as well in these ultra high-end properties, which is very interesting because when the stock market is super high, that's when you see a lot of movement in these ultra high-end properties. So yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, really interesting to see that situation that is happening now. So yes, in my particular case, it's been like that, like these two cases, shooting definitely more higher end properties for rent and is because probably they can't sell right. it. So that's pretty much the situation that I've been uh, seeing a lot. And on the lower end, definitely is slower. Definitely. I, I am not shooting properties in the lower or mid range as I used to in the past six months, for instance. It's definitely, definitely slower. So that means that probably the situation with the inventory is going to be worse, as I said. Really. Uh, so it's again, it's it's a weird situation because normally when you are in this uh, buyer's market, you're floated with properties, you know. So and it's not the case that we're seeing. We actually we and and also if you have like this market floated with properties, the, the properties uh, are going to actually go down in their in their value. Something we're not seeing as well. I mean, you see uh, price reductions. But not as the rate at which we, you know, normally would see it in in these kind of scenarios. So it's really interesting. So you offer mm-hmm. a suite of products. What do? What are all of the products that you offer? Uh, photography, Matterport, etc. Okay. And then what are you finding people are asking for uh, predominantly right now? What seems to be the biggest seller? What people are wanting? 
Right. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you a, a quick story about it. I, I shoot, so let me start. I shoot photos, videos, 3D tours primarily, and aerial photography with drones, okay. right? Uh, I was, so my main product for uh, 3D tours is Matterport. Probably you know very well that, that brand. I started shooting with Matterport uh, when they actually started back in 2014. I was one of the very first photographers they approached to sell the camera. I tried the camera out. I loved it. I bought the camera, and I've been shooting Matterport since. However, I back in the day, I had a double job because it was not only promoting my business, but only promoting their mm. business. Nobody knew about it. And that was from 2014 until exactly the pandemic. When the pandemic hit, people actually started to think, okay, we need definitely more stuff to show to the people online because we, we, have no, we don't have uh, open houses anymore. And uh, the 3D tour started to get really, really popular back then. So that's good news, definitely, because everybody started to get this new technology in their listings and buyers as well. And, uh, I'm, and I'm saying this because I thought that the people that were shooting 3D tours after the pandemic were going to say, okay, now we won't do it anymore, right? Because, I mean, I'm just going to save some money. Yes, it happened in, until a certain point. I'm going to save 20 30%. But the rest actually is still shooting, which is really interesting and really nice. And I think it's because buyers now, after seeing what they what they saw during the pandemic and after, it's like, okay, you, you showed me through the tours and amazing stuff and amazing ways to see the property before I go to the property. And now you're taking it away from me? It's not fair, you know? So I, now buyers are, uh, you know, demanding it as well. And realtors are understanding that. So, of course, besides photography, which, of course, a must, I've been shooting a lot of uh, 3D tours and uh, videos. In my particular case, something interesting, in the past the four or five months, I've seen a decline in drone photography mm -hmm. aerial. For some reason, I don't know exactly why. And, and I'm assuming, and this is just my guess, uh, I think it's because uh, realtors in general probably think, okay, I, I won't be spending too much money in the marketing of whatever property, because I don't know if it's going to sell super fast. I don't know if it's going to sell, a lot, sell, hmm. sell at all. So I, I really don't want to spend a lot of money. So probably the first thing they see, okay, what is the least important? What is the actually the actual kind of photography that I can really get rid of it without affect the rest? Right. It would be pretty much aerial because the other, like, you know, photography, of course, is fast. And 3D tours is very important because out of it, you can do the 3D programs as well. So it's very important to have and videos, it's great for social media. So aerials would be like people, the first thing that you would get rid of your marketing combo if you have to. Do, so, do you um, do videos yeah. with the um, agent in them? Like I, I almost think of selfie mm -hmm. type videos that people post on Instagram. Are you helping folks with that at all? Or is that not very common yet? Yeah, well, it's an interesting question. I do have clients that they always do it. They are always on mm. camera, and uh, it, it's great because they prepare the script, and most importantly, they, they memorize it. <laughs> yeah. And it's great because once they're in front of the camera, they know what they're saying, and they know exactly what to say, and I just take care of the, the back end, and I light in, and how they're looking at the camera, etc. So it's great. So some of them, they do it every single time, but that's a very, I'm going to say, what my my clients five percent of them i would say now lately it's now because probably 
people realizing that they need to be more in front of the camera, especially with social media and stuff like that. Lately, in the past year or two, it's been like, it, it, I mean, this trend is growing a little bit more. And, and it's great because definitely it's great for them, for their marketing, or for the social media to be on camera and explaining details about the property. And I always say this, I mean, you don't have to go super deep. You don't have to be a professional TV host or anything like it. You just have to be present, just show yourself, introduce yourself so people can put a face on that listing. For instance, this property shot $12.5 million last week. It's great because, you know, people want to see who is representing this house. You know, So let, let me see the face. And uh, and she's just like say, saying the regular six bathrooms, you know, 11 bathrooms, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just, just like my uh, place. A lot of bathrooms. That's, that's, that's what I have yeah. at home. Very small, yes. <laughs> Where do people pee? Nice, so, modest house in Los that's Angeles. very reasonable, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if you have, I always wonder. Also, that's so many more bathrooms. That's what bedrooms. I'm thinking. Right. You only have six people because six bedrooms, but 11 bathrooms? Okay, but what if pee? every bedroom has two people in it? Everyone gets their then own. Then you need 12. Well, but what then the, one what's bedroom wrong has with one their person. Math? <laughs> don't ask well, so me you know not to ask me about math <laughs> this, this particular property has bathrooms like in the pool and then one in the sauna then one in the and then so that's that's how you get it so right. my, my, my son likes that he likes to go to the bathroom in the pool as well <laughs> right <laughs> it makes sense right I mean right, right in the pool <laughs> oh that's funny so yes I think it's very important for the uh, uh, agents to be in front of the camera and, and show and put their face there uh, representing their 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 center and the property so yes it's been it's been growing slowly though but growing yeah lately. have you ever what's do you have any like interesting situations that you found yourself in when it comes to showing up to work a job, something maybe you weren't expecting or that was just definitely out of left field or? Well, you know, every, yes, every house has their challenge. Definitely. It's funny because I'm going to, I'm going to put an example that happens every single time. And now it, it's really funny because it happens every <laughs> single time. Uh, especially with staging companies. They, I don't know. They're amazing. I mean, I, I, I've seen many amazing staging companies there, but all of them have a, one issue is that they don't bring bulbs and put in their lamps. Oh. So when I, when I'm going to shoot a, a properties, you know, every single time when they're, they are, they are staged, I try to turn on the lamps and all of them are <laughs> off. And when I check, it's like no bulbs. Yeah, and it's funny because it's like, it, happens, it happens like every single time. It, it's like, so I, I start to think, I think it's like an industry standard. It's not remote or something. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, do you but, show up with a box mm -hmm. of light bulbs? So, <laughs> well, funny story is that, yes, I was going to say that. So now I have huh. a full bag of bulbs myself just in case. And I use them, I use them all That's the time. Funny. Uh, so yes, it, it's crazy, but it, it's a true thing. It's, it, it happens every single time. It's, I don't know why. Of course, I'm going to say like probably 85% of the time that I go to shoot stage properties, they have the ball. So it's, you know, really, really interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I mean, there are so many things and factors that affect houses when you're shooting. It's very important, I will say this, I really trust it's very important to share a list of to-dos to their uh, sellers because, for instance, you know, having family photos all over, you have to remember that these photos are going to be all over mm -hmm. the internet. That's smart. 
worldwide, <laughs> not, not even nationwide, right. but worldwide. So people are going to try to find a home safe that even like this is true story. You have people out of the country that they just want to move to LA and they just want to search for properties. And then they're going to see you and your family in these little photos. Just remove those photos. And uh, funny stories, you have no idea the kind of photos that I have found hanging. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you don't want to show that. To the public <laughs> for sure. so just make sure to remove those photos, you know? That's a good tip for realtors huh? to have their, their clients yeah. um, pull down any personal... My nude photos on the wall. I yeah. Should, I should probably take you down. You probably should. I should probably take down. Yeah. yeah. You might want to uh, reconsider it in general. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not modest. <laughs> Well, now we know. Now we know. Paul's not modest. <laughs> and my and my kid yes, he's in the pool. Yes. Jonathan, you want to come so, take yeah, some yeah, pictures yeah. at his house? Uh, yes, he has fourteen for sure. bathrooms. I'm going to send it to Liz first. That should be a no. All with their own starring co-stars. Yeah. So uh, yes, but again, like every every single situation is different. Uh, photos of family are definitely a no-no, and also small things like removing. Uh, paperwork from their desks or their, just like their nightstands and stuff like that, that actually will make a huge difference in the photography. So it's like, if you can just remove everything, you know, that I have always, I'm very minimalist as a photographer. So to me, the less, the better. So just remove everything you don't want to show before I get there. So it's, it's, it's very important to work on that. Also, if you have rooms you don't want to show, especially if, because in photography, you can work it out. I can just work with the angle. I just don't show whatever you don't want me to show, etc. But if I'm doing a 3D tour, that's a different story because the way it works is that you have to create the 3D map of the house with a 360 camera. Right. So everything's going to show. So if you don't want to show a specific room, let me know before I get there. And I won't shoot it. Funny story, I had a client that had this some sort of play room kind of For thing. Adults? I'm talking a, a, an adult, adult player room. Mm-hmm. Copy that. <laughs> In their house. Yes. And uh, when I got there, I shot the 3D, 3D tour <laughs> and I go, well, you know, the, the door was open. I'm going to shoot it. You know, there was no, <laughs> nobody told me anything. However, I said, either way, I'm going to create a second room to close this door. Just Smart. in case. Thank God I did because then the rooms were going, hey, by the way, did you shoot the second room downstairs? Well, I did, but no. So I have to thank you because the owner forgot to close the door. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yes, that, that, that happened. That happened. And it's okay. Like, you know, it's it's totally fine. It's their yeah. home. It's, that's fine. Just, Just close know, the door you know? to your BDSM room. That you know? room should have like <laughs> exactly. three locks on it anyways. <laughs> it shouldn't just be wide open. <laughs> So, yes, yes. And uh, so, yes, it's very important just to work with your photographer ahead and, and let them know what you don't want to show. Uh, how do you, and if, you, if there's something that you actually want to show and highlight that particular, let them know. Uh, you know, um, it's funny. I shoot a lot for Airbnbs. Oh. And uh, these clients are, are really good actually to work with because they are, it's like working with hotel managers, you know, so they are very detail oriented and it's great because they tell you, highlight this, you know, don't show this because it's not very attractive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, as, I mean, as a photographer, of course, I'm going to shoot, try to get the best of every, pro- every property the, and the best way I can, of course. But if there's something that they don't want to show, they would tell me right away and it's great. So, so yes. And I have many, many realtors that are super detail oriented and it's great. 
and because I think that's their job as well. Right. Uh, and I understand this. Something I've learned in these past years is that unless the seller is a very detail-oriented, which is normally not the case, that's why you hire a realtor. And the realtor is going to work directly with me and we're going to make that property look amazing. Uh, so afterwards. would you say that you, if a realtor gives you a good idea of what they want to highlight, like that makes your job easier and it shows the property better? Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. I always recommend that is try to try to go to the property many times, not only once, because if you go the first time, you see how the seller is living, if that is the case. Of course, it's easier when you have a renovated home on or is empty, you know, it's staged and stuff like that. That's that's totally different. But if you're setting a home where you have family living there, I mean, the first time you go, you're going to see how they're living. That's not the way you're going to show the property. That's not the way, of course, you're going to be photographing the property. So just go more than once, twice, you know, three, four times, whatever you need, and then make sure to make notes of the benefits of the house or the things that you want to highlight later on, then just let me know and we can work with that. That's the best way to do it, definitely. I always send a list straight to the sellers telling them what they need to do. Before the, the photo shoot, for instance, they need to remove the cars from the side curb and they need to remove the trash cans. They need to turn on the lights, open all the Close windows. Close the BDSM room. The <laughs> yes, exactly. Light bulbs on. Let me ask you this. I wonder if you laugh at the same things I do when I see MLS photos. I mean, this used to be more in the past, but still I find them like when people post uh, MLS photos of, of a property uh, agents will take, they'll capture themselves in the bathroom mirror. Sometimes the house is listed oh upside God. down, just the <laughs> worst photographs ever. Do you ever see stuff like that and laugh? You have no <laughs> idea. Oh my God. I, I, <laughs> I mean, as a photographer, imagine, you know, like I do, I do this for a living. So you, you can imagine. What's your favorite uh, um, mishap that people post on the MLS? Okay, I'm going to tell you the worst I've seen so <laughs> far, so far. So there's this house that, you know, you can see that the person is inside of the car, took the photo vertically, of course, you know, like instead of like, I try to at least do it right. horizontally, vertically from inside <laughs> of the car, showing his Starbucks cup <laughs> with the window up. So pretty much the only thing you could see is the Starbucks yeah. top his reflection on the window <laughs> and a little the, bit of the house. Oh, and it was That's the windows. epitome <laughs> of laziness. Wow. It just doesn't get better. <laughs> it was the drive-by. I don't have time to stop to list your house. I'm just going to drive by. Exactly that. Oh my God. I've, I've seen so many. I've seen, for instance, uh, a uh, guy that took a photo of the driveway with the trash cans <laughs> where, and that's the only thing you show. It's just showing trash cans in the driveway. Nothing <sighs> about the house. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You have no I've seen. And, and this is funny part is that once you look at the profile of these properties, that's the only photo on the profile. Oh so there's nothing else to show. It's the main photo. Hey, the he, only one he was photo. trying to highlight that there's regular trash pickup at this property. <laughs> Every yeah, week exactly. they will right. come. Comes with trash cans. <laughs> comes with pickup a trash can. That's oh. huge. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I've seen photos for instance showing the ceiling. That's the only photo on the tool. <laughs> Just the ceiling. That's it. 
<laughs> Hopefully <laughs> it wasn't no a popcorn ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's crazy, really. <laughs> and, you know, in those cases, uh, my recommendation is, like, just leave it to the professionals. You know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> don't try to you know, take photos yourself. Especially and, in uh, this market. You need the house to show well. You really do. Yes, it's exactly that. It's exactly that. I, actually, I, I'm going to tell you something. I, I know I've had this conversation before. A few clients that they have a, an iPhone, the latest one. It has a great camera. And they go, like, well, you know, I can take photos myself with my great iPhone. And I go like, well, I've done that experience myself professionally. So I, I do have a phone tripod. And I've actually, I, I did once. I, I'm going to actually send that to you later on. I shoot the same property with my professional camera, with my lighting, extra lighting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I shot from exactly the same angle, everything as I did with my camera, I did it with, uh, with an iPhone. And it's impossible to get the same mm. results. It's impossible. Yeah. The sensor of professional cameras are, it's, I don't know, probably 20 times bigger than a sensor of a cell phone, meaning that the, how it's going to get the light by itself, it's absolutely different. Right. And there's no way simply to mimic a professional camera with a phone. So the quality is not there. The angles, that, which is the most important thing, because in my job, I'm going to say 90% of my job is actually working with the right angle. And then 10% light, highlight, whatever, you know, I need to show, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the most important thing is the composition, is the angle. That's, more, that's, what, that's the eye-catching thing when uh, buyers are looking at properties in Zillow or Redfin or whatever, whatever the multi-listing is. And that's what is going to catch their eye. Hey, you know, I, I, I remember that they're going to see just a very small thumbnail. They probably that's so once buyer or potential buyer is looking actively for properties, they're going to see just small thumbnails. And this, this works for pretty much every single multi-listing system out there. And then they click on that profile and then it's going to enlarge the photo and then they can start the, the gallery of photos. But the first thing they're going to see is a small thumbnail and you have to have a fantastic photo right there as the main photo to bring the attention because if not, you're screwed, you know, you're done. Yeah, I know right now a lot of agents are mixing up their MLS photos. Um, especially if it's yes. been taken oh. off and put back on the market or if it's just been a while and they're like, all right, we need a new first picture, something mm. eye-catching. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Also important, as you said, in that sense, Meta Realtors, they take their photos, you know, like their own photos of something they want to highlight. And then once you go in and it happens, it happens actually a lot. I go to the profile because I, I do this on a normal basis because I want to see how my photos look on the actual MLS just to see if there's something wrong. And I'm also very active with BMLS, with people from BMLS.com. So they hear feedback and they're great in their, in their IT side if they you know, need to change something. I go to the MLS regularly to see how the photos are, et cetera. And I see sometimes my full gallery of the photos I took of the property. And then I see some photos, terrible photos taken by uh, the realtor because they want to show something. You know, it's like, I mean, if you want to show something, let me know and I'll take it. But don't mix it up on the MLS because normally they're going to take it vertically uh, and that doesn't look very good. You know, you have a lot of beautiful photos, horizontal, two by three, and then you find this vertical photo taken with the phone that is right. 
<laughs> you know, it, so really, it doesn't not, belong, does it? So it makes right. it, it yeah, mixing professional photos with uh, amateur not, photos on the MLS. Not a good yeah, idea. that's a good point. Excellent advice. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, I've learned a lot about photography. I know. Seriously, that was yeah, so many amazing tips for sellers and realtors. That. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I definitely love what I do, as, as you can tell, yeah. you know. And to me, uh, it, it's been an, an amazing journey for these past 10 years doing this the real estate photography because. Again, as I said, prior to this, I, I actually, I was a photographer, but I did so many other things rather than actual real estate. I did architecture, but not real estate per se. And you learn so many things about the industry itself that it's, it's great, you know, so it, it's really fascinating. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy and grateful to, to be here now and I think the I lesson do. is just don't take your own photos with the iPhone. Just leave, leave it. And close the BDSM room. I oh, mean, that's what you took away. That's what yeah. I took away. Yeah, no, I mean, that's valid. That's valid. <laughs> that's valid. Yeah, that's that's the most important takeaway is that just leave it to the professionals. Yeah, no, that's, I love that's that. Leave, I like that. That's a good. Uh... Well, thank you. All right, thank you so much thank for you, coming Jonathan. on today, Jonathan. Absolutely, my pleasure, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. You guys are amazing. Very, very fun and casual. Yeah. Love it. And uh, keep keep doing. All right, it. we'll so see you next time. All right. Bye. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah with Glen Oaks Escrow. And if you liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. If you'd like to get in touch, please email us at larealtorpod at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.